Welcome to Couch Co-op. I'm Ian. I'm Jared. And uh, we're here to do our E3 wrap-up of the 2019 E3, E3 Electronic Entertainment Expo. Um, Exposition. Exposition. Uh, yeah. We don't have the other guys here tonight. Uh, Jared and I are generally the ones that are more focused on it, So, and we felt that it it would probably be faster if it was just us two, just to run through it. Yeah, if, if we had all five of us on here, oh, geez, our podcast would be like two and a half, three hours long, I feel. Right. And we, we, nobody needs that. No one needs that. Um, even though some of you may want that, you don't need that, really. Um, Scott did, however, uh, co-host or was a guest on another podcast, the Briar on Fire podcast. You can find that on iTunes, Briar on Fire. Um, and he, they talked about the first day of E3 and... Uh, so you can get some of Scott's uh, uh, opinions on the first day, which uh, include what uh, Microsoft and uh, Bethesda. So uh, if you want to hear some of Scott's opinions on that uh, part of the of the E three, you can go check out that podcast. And speaking of Briar on Fire, he sent us a question. Oh my! Oh my! Um, do you think there's too much expectation behind E three and big gaming expos? Does the hype make and make us expect everything we want and more, making us early? making us easily disappointed by reveals that aren't as exciting as uh, we want them to be. Yes. Yes. Yes, definitely. Uh, video games are the only medium like ours where everybody needs information years before anything comes out. Like, uh, yeah, here's this movie. Uh, we're, we're thinking about making it. You know, people are like, okay, cool. Awesome. There's some fans. But video games are like, hey, there's a game we're talking about doing. And everybody on the internet's like, it's going to suck. I hate you guys. Show trailer. Show gameplay. I think it just comes along it's with... It's so extreme. It's just a part of fandom. I mean, you can't... People are going to get excited and you... I don't know. Do you want... Should you take that away from them, though? I mean, I no. feel like it's... I, I think it's fun. I have a lot of fun yeah, with it. But I think, uh, I, I think some people just get a little overexcited and show aggression and weird levels. There are some unhealthy, it. yeah, it's very some unhealthy, unhealthy levels of uh, excitement. But, you know, I mean, but some I, things I get hyped about and I can't help it. And other things I'm like, I just don't care, you know. A, on a lot of wavelengths here, I wish the demo scene would kind of go away from E3 just due to the fact that these teams have to st- set aside months, months of programming just to do a small demo right. at a trade show. We learned that, I mean, if uh, when we were doing the the Anthem episode and we read that article about, like, how much time went in just to the Anthem demo, and then that was a big thing, and then, like, that was, like, like nine months or something they put into that demo, and then... They didn't have a. They didn't even have a game. They had to like finally make a game out of that demo. I mean, so lo- yeah. there's a lot of those. We don't. We have no idea. You know, some of these games that we sh- saw this year could be in the same exact boat. You know, you have no idea. Oh yeah, a lot of them. I'm sure they've just set most of this year aside just so they can work on this demo. Uh, I, I'm. No, it's not their whole team, right? Mind you, but uh, there's essential team members that are crafting this. I mean, yes, a lot of the final details will be put into the final game, but uh, it's still, it's a lot of work just to get that demo viewable on stage, which even then, they're super stressed. Like, this better not crash. This bug better not happen. This bug better not happen. Right. Oh, and this one happened yesterday. Oh, crap. You know, there's a lot of stress behind that, and uh, it's really kind of unnecessary. I'm okay with recorded demos as long as, you know, it's not fluffed like uh, back in the day 
Like, here's this running on this Supermaster PC, and the game's going to be completely different by the time it comes out. Right. Uh, he has this last little bit of question here. Should these shows just be appreciated for what we what we get, given the work these developers put into the games? And I think so. I think Jerry kind of just talked about that. But, yeah, I mean, I might be upset with things or, like, announcements or really enjoy something. But I, it's not that I don't appreciate the work that they go into or what I want. I'm just being... It's like it's two different things. I'm disappointed because it wasn't what I wanted, but I can still appreciate what they're doing for the most part. Uh, Avengers, uh, that was a big fail. Uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah, but uh, again, that game has a long time <laughs> left to cook. So well, we, so we, so we'll, we we'll see. Maybe it's simmering right now and <laughs> it's just uh, getting its flavor right now. <laughs> it's just getting worse. Uh, who knows? Uh, once once the opinions start coming out, hopefully they don't stress too much about it and they, they continue with their vision. Right, 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 right. All right, well, let's get to it. Um, a couple of these things started before uh, the kind of uh, the conferences. So there's some some things I want to touch on really quickly. Uh, Destiny 2 had a, a had a big pretty big stream announcing a quite a bit of stuff, um, including going free-to-play for content uh, from the base game up until just before Forsaken, which is pretty big news. That's, that's the first season pass that you get. Basically. And then they're going cross-save. So... Uh, uh, so, like, if, uh, you know, you played it on PC and you want to play it on PlayStation 4, your save will carry over, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that's um, wonderful. Um, so, and then they announced their big new uh, DLC thing that they're doing, which I don't, I forgot to write the fucking name down. Yeah, but that's okay. If you're a D- Destiny Big 2 fan and we didn't want to completely, I mean, we were originally a kind of a Destiny podcast for a while. But, yeah, uh, but then Destiny got too expensive, so uh, I stopped. Um, and then Google Stadia had their big thing. Uh, the Google Stadia launching in 2020 uh, base base uh, service is going to be free, uh, and then uh, they have a premium service for 14.99, which is the 4K and all that stuff. You can enter into early access th- with the Founders Pack that's on sale now, and that gets you the controller, the Google cast thing whatever it's called chromecast chromecast and it gives you three months of their premium service so that's the only way you can get into it now but it does launch next next year uh and there's there was a lot of uh especially a lot of ubisoft uh, but there was uh, a lot of games there's like now on stadia you know they do the ps4 xbox switch and then now on stadia yeah well since we're talking about stadia now we can just uh bum rush into the ubi play plus uh, subscription for Google Stadia. It's kind of like the Amazon Prime. You can subscribe to HBO or whatever and watch it through your Amazon Prime subscription. It's, it's very similar to that model, and I see a lot of other publishers go on that method. I guess I guess seeing it the way it works, I mean, if you if Stadia's, the HD version is free, then you subscribe to the $14.99 P- uh, Ubisoft or Play Plus. Ubi, what is it, Ubi Play? You play? I think it's you, you play plus. Yeah, you play plus. Uh, so then you pay that fourteen ninety nine, and then you get all their games uh, and all the DLC to their games. You know, which they they were quoting like over a hundred games. So you, Ubisoft does have a huge portfolio. Now, if you were going, if you wanted the Stadia four K, then you would have to do Stadia at fourteen ninety nine a month, and then the and the you play plus at fourteen. So then they th- see. So there's these tiers and scales that they're gonna. It's getting. It's gonna get. Getting get get confusing after a while. I, I think. <laughs> I don't know. I I don't think at this point it's really worth talking much about until it gets in some people's hands. Right, right. And there's actually more hands-on stuff. Uh, I've just been hearing a lot of uh, fragmentation and lag and that kind of stuff. So it'll be interesting to see what kind of wavelengths they can 
stride across uh, with the ISPs because well, that that's the biggest roadblock in the United States because our internet's garbage. Uh, infrastructure is just terrible when it comes to internet. So it, good luck, people. It's funny too because we're we're they're talking about all this gaming, streaming, gaming, and then we're watching these e three streams and they're still cutting out every once in a while. You know, they're still dying, and it's just like, well, I have internet right now. I'm totally. Why is it not? What's going? You know. So I mean, yeah. These uh these uh foundations, you know, they're. I, I'm not uh, shutting it down. I think it's really interesting, and it's going to stick around. This it is, is the This future. is something that's it's, going to yeah, stay, and uh, this is the beginning of it, and uh, it's something to pay attention to, just uh, maybe not this moment. Yep. Uh, okay, let's get to e EA Play. Uh, the biggest thing that EA showed off was Respawn's Jedi Fallen Order. We got uh, lots of gameplay. Uh it looks like the Star Wars game, everyone's been wanting that focused, story-driven, single-player Star Wars game. What did you think, Jared? It looks fun. It looks fun? Yeah, I mean, the graphics are pretty, and uh, I don't know. It, it looks fine. Uh, one thing I'll say, I don't uh, the game, I mean, it still looked, uh, they did the alpha thing, at the alpha gameplay footage. I feel like the game's got to be way closer than that uh, that demo that they showed. Um, I do think it looked a lot better in the Xbox press conference, and they showed a lot more cool, a lot cooler things. That, that with trailer the, was really good, and they did have some more gameplay, like you climbing up the, the the walkers and stuff. Looked way better looking. I don't know if they just then polished that trailer to make it look better, or if that's more current gameplay. Yeah, um, it's probably more current, but um, uh, that that game will be interesting. It seems like there's going to be a heck of a lot more ex exploration. Yeah, I heard a rumor demo. about that. Yeah, uh, on Kotaku, there's split screen. They were talking about like. They did a very focused single-player walkthrough, but there's a way more open area exploration. Yeah, yeah. So. Game Informer was saying the same thing. So that's yeah. really cool. Uh, I was. I'm I'm very interested in the details of this game. Uh, the the demo they showed the 15 minute uncut demo didn't really do much for me because it was just going in a straight line and you know smashing some stuff I and guess. using the force. But I like that. I, it I thought it looked like it run ran really smooth and it could be really fun. I did like that it looked like they were it was a person that was actually just actually playing not like like yeah like he kept kind of messing up and you know like it seemed like one like a, one of us was playing the game you know it didn't seem like there was yeah. like this overly polished run through anyway uh, Apex Legends then EA you know EA, EA had this whole whole day of just like separate things and I'll just briefly run through that uh, Apex Legends had a thing and their uh, their new uh, battle pass is coming uh, they have a new character and there's some new weapons um, and they're adding ranked mode which I'm sure a lot of competitive uh, streamers are going to be very excited. For. In the elite circle. Yeah. Um, then uh, just want uh, Battlefield Five is still around. They're adding a bunch of new maps. Uh, Battlefront Two had a quick little update. Uh, they're adding a whole new planet, the Felucia, the neon obnoxious planet. They're adding. Uh, um, then there's um, you know FIFA and Madden had their stuff and. Which uh, EA sent me an email saying Battlefield Five is fifty percent off now on PSN. So oh, wow. it's uh, probably about thirty bucks now. Um, yeah, they got a bunch of new content coming out for that game. Uh, anyway, FIFA has like this FIFA Street mode. We never talk about sports games. I'm just going to briefly touch on it. Uh, cool. Madden is adding like, <laughs> the way they were describing it is like superpowers, basically. Like, I mean, it's getting way more and more uh, RPG in this game. Like, they you can add, add special character traits that add like area of effects or like like you build up your meter and then you can bomb the football even farther i mean they're really getting rpg-ish in these madden football games they, <laughs> they should just have the madden blitz mode oh bring back yeah well you know jared uh and then uh sims 4 they're getting this island adventure they're adding swimming to the game i guess it's a big deal 
bikinis. Bikini- you in? Uh, Are you uh, in? Mm, uh, no. <laughs> uh, quickly, uh, on the YouTube, actual, the live streaming, Jeff Keighley does this show in between every live stream, which is actually a lot of fun to watch. Uh, yeah, I watched quite a bit of that. And he actually shows some new games and stuff, too, and some gameplay that isn't in some of the conferences. Uh, there was this, I think it was shown somewhere last year, or it might have been at the video game awards or something this game called scavengers it's like a co-op survival game uh you get to group together you try and survive and then towards the end it becomes a competition against other groups uh not really my cup of tea but it looks really cool if you're into kind of uh, co-op survival games uh then they showed some more uh, some of that sky game from that game company uh which you can pre-order now and it releases in july yeah i'm interested to see how that game turns out because it's going to be on like the main platforms and mobile? Yeah, it releases on iOS in July, and then uh, eventually it'll be on everything else, I believe. So yeah. Apple has an exclusive release on it, but eventually it'll be on everything. Um, and then there's this game called Remnant uh, Remnant from the Ashes. It's by Gunfire Games, who did the the latest Dark uh, Siders 3. And it's this really cool uh, third-person shooter. Looks really, actually looks really good. Uh, and it's procedurally generated. So... Uh, it's kind of unbelievable that this the game is itself is procedurally generated because it, of how good it looks as a third-person shooter. So, uh, I don't know, uh, maybe just check it out and uh, maybe go find a, a trailer. It's called Remnant from the Ashes, and it's out August 20th oh, this okay. year. Yeah, so pretty pretty quick here. And then I didn't know this. I mean, I played the first two trines, but I guess Trine 4 is coming, FYI. Cool, I guess. Yeah, cool. I, I never, I have like the sec- first and second <laughs> one. I think I got in like a bundle somehow, and I never really got into it. It's it's fine. Cool. All right, let's get into it for real now. Xbox, uh, their press conference. Um, wow, it was a long so one. So long. Uh, I think it started out strong, it had good momentum. Yeah. And then at some point, it just kind of bleh, took a dive. Um, they started off with the Obsidian trailer for the Outer Worlds. Um, you know, the game looks cool. It looks cool. It looks like uh, like everyone's been saying. It looks like one of their you know RPGs. You know, like uh, New Vegas. Well, yeah, they know. they made New Vegas. So yeah, it's a uh, space version. Of space that. version of that. I mean, but I'm in. I mean, it looks good. Uh, that one's still gonna be on all platforms because it was made. It was in development before they went exclusive to Xbox. So uh, that's probably be the last game from Obsidian I get to play unless I buy an Xbox. Um, Ninja Theory showed off their new game called Bleeding Edge. This four v four battle game no nah, no thanks yeah it, it has some cool style to it but uh it's i don't know that's uh versus modes i'm not into yeah that really and ever. i was it's just like it seems so like i was not expect. i was like when ninja theory came, oh okay ninja theory give me a reason to buy an xbox let's see what and then it was like i don't really want that that w- I mean, it does. You know, I mean, it could be fun. It looks kind of cool it's it's melee combat but it's just melee combat you're playing on teams it just it the problem with that kind of game, it's like that uh, that onrush game, Dra- ra- racing game. Everyone's teams are competing against each other. It's a cool idea, but at some point, no one's playing that. So the only way you can play it is, uh, who knows, robot uh, bots or something. I don't know. Bots. So I feel I, f- I fear for that game. Um, Ori, Will of the Wisps, uh, still coming. Man, yeah. that game has been in development forever. It feels I, like. I really wish those games would just go to the Switch. Come on, Microsoft, let it happen. Uh, that's weird too. Like I, we were, sh- we were so sure that we were going to get announcements of that, and it didn't happen. No. Nope. Um. So, anyway, uh, Minecraft Dungeons. For some reason, Aaron thinks this is, looks like a fun game. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a dungeon crawler, Diablo-esque, uh, but with Minecraft graphics, and you you can't 
modify the world around you. You can't build as far as uh, the trailer showed. But uh, it's just like a dungeon crawler, basically. Yeah, Lo- looter voxel uh, dungeon crawler. Yeah, it's just cashing in on the on the franchise. Um, I'm sure it'll be fun. Kids will probably love it. It's probably for kids. It, yeah. It'll do well. It'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, we already talked about Jelly Fallen Order, but they showed that again. It was, I think, a better trailer. It was a really good trailer. Um, then this weird horror game started happening, and it was like in this weird death loop where they kept guy walking in the forest and then camera and like, what the fuck? And then all of a sudden it's like, oh man, is this Blair Witch? And then, yeah, it was Blair Witch. And it's like, what an interesting property for them to take a chance on. That that was the biggest surprise for me on that trailer. I'm like, hey, this looks really cool. And then they showed that logo and I haven't even thought of that uh, series for years. Well, no, years. When, they, when they kept doing it and then the camera being on its side like that, I was like, this is like a Blair Witch thing. And then it did reveal the logo and it's like, oh yeah, Blair Witch. How yeah. weird. But uh, yeah, it could be interesting. August 30th this year. Uh, I think Scott was interested in that game. So um, I think he talks more about it on the Briar on Fire I, podcast. I wish it was in VR. Oh, I'm, yeah. I really enjoyed Resident Evil 7 in VR. So horror games in VR, I think it'd be <laughs> fun to dabble into more of those. I can't do that, man. Uh, just, you know, no. Uh, and then, then happens easily the greatest moment of all of E3. Uh, it'll go down in the history books as being... Uh, Keanu fucking Reeves' is E3. Uh, they show a trailer for Cyberpunk 2077. No gameplay. It's just all like a big cutscene. And then it ends. And then at the end, there's a little stinger tease. And it's fucking Keanu Reeves is in the game. He's like a main character in the game. And uh, and then he comes out on stage and all that. I mean, everyone, if you're listening to this and you're just looking... If you listened or know about E3, you already know this happened. You've probably already seen it. But it was pretty fucking awesome, I thought. And But more importantly... It, it they announced the date April sixteenth, twenty twenty. That game is way closer. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I'm excited for that. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm super stoked. I did not think it would be that soon, but uh, but every other game is coming out in March. So if you can afford all the games you want in March, springtime, uh, and you still have some money left over for S- cyber. Springtime is going luck. to be so packed. Ooh. And if the rumors true that Last of Us two, we don't know, but the rumors are that that's coming out in February. It's just it's just packed. You just got you guys are you know, empty wallets. But yeah, Cyberpunk, Keanu Reeves, and that I think at that point, the rest of the, the rest of the conference just couldn't live up to it. I just uh, they, I, like, I don't <laughs> think anybody could put the Keanu thing behind their no. brain. So they're just like, hey, <laughs> that was Keanu Reeves, and they just Microsoft kept on talking and talking and talking, and no one cared. And they're like, hey, bring Keanu Reeves back out. Like like the, how. Like the, all these indie games they showed after Keanu Reeves, it's just like who cared? Everyone's still talking about Keanu Reeves. I just felt like so bad for all these. <laughs> so Sp- Spirit Fairer, uh, that was kind of an indie game. Uh, I don't know if you saw that or were interested in that, Jared. Um, I, I don't know. I didn't really see anything in their indie reel that. Yeah, they showed a bunch of montages in their ID at Xbox. Just ran through them. It's kind of sucks. Sure, there's a lot of really good ones. Yeah, they just did really quick flashes. Like, like. Well, do you remember the first time they showed? Kind of accidentally, Cuphead's like, "Hey, here's a sizzle reel of this cool-looking game," and everybody's like, "Wait, what was that? Wait, what was that? What's going on here?" And uh, nothing really caught me off guard like that. It kind of sucked too, because like, can't you at least like put like a a title and what kind of game it is? I mean, they just kind of ran through them, and it was just kind of like, okay, yeah. Um, they did. Then they also showed the new Battletoads beat 'em up has a three-player co-op, but uh. As a as a former Battletoads fan, I was not super excited by what I saw. I I don't know about the graphic style, but the animations are really really well done. 
I was really impressed with that. Uh, and then a lot of obviously a lot of those indies and stuff are coming to Game Pass, so there's all these games out now coming to Game Pass. If uh, you own an Xbox One, just subscribe to the damn thing. That's yeah. like the craziest deal in gaming, yeah, you know, like ever. Uh, and then just do it. Then they announced that it was coming to PC, uh, and this beta starts. Uh, it starts now, so you can get you can download the beta version of it. It doesn't have the as a robust of list of games, but still, uh, if you get the ultimate pass, you get. Xbox Game Pass, you get uh, Xbox Live, and you get the PC version, all included for that fourteen ninety nine price. Yeah, pretty impressive. Uh, then they did this weird thing where it said "powered by satellite data and Azure AI," and then they showed Microsoft Flight Simulator, and then didn't talk about any of it because it's like, what is pa- what is, is satellite data? What is? is <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. <laughs> It's it's cool. I I know people that really love the flight simulators, but this this kind of makes me think of the cloud stuff they were toting when they were talking about uh, Crackdown, where all the buildings in multiplayer were going to be crumbling in real time, and everybody's right. going to see the exact same thing at the exact same moment. That kind of stuff. But uh, they kind of shoved that to the side, and maybe this is what it's kind of becoming. I guess so. You can see the whole world in scale, and I guess I just I felt know. like they were padding stuff, just trying to make it long and look big. Like we had all this stuff, like because then they sh- throw out like Age of Empires two definitive edition out this fall. Then they show like a Wastelands three trailer. So just like they were just packing, like and it's like oh, okay, oh, okay, oh, okay. Just wait. They're just like stringing people along, and then uh, Double Fine uh, gets. Yeah. Bought by Xbox. That was kind of out of that was kind of out of left field. I thought. Yeah, I I was pretty surprised about that because I I always thought that Tim Schafer was all about the independent uh, living of gaming, which uh, needs that money. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, he had his uh, documentary that was done yeah, uh, yeah. a long time ago, and it's a big struggle to get finances for video games for independent uh, companies. So I. I am definitely not holding this against him because uh, he's still going to be Tim Schafer and he's brilliant. I did not know this, but listening to Kind of Funny, I think, earlier today, they were talking about this and I guess the original Psychonauts started on Xbox and they got canceled and then they left. And then now it's full circle where they get Psychonauts in 2. Is yeah. being, I mean, Psychonauts 2 will release on everything. That's a, That was like a Kickstarter game, wasn't it? So it still has a lot of backers and they owe. And they've already said it'll be on all the consoles. But after that, all the Double Fine stuff will be on Xbox only. And I just find that kind of funny. Full yeah. circle. Yeah, it, no, it, it is pretty funny. But uh, I'm, I'm glad that they have a home. And hopefully they're secure. It seems Microsoft has uh, turned a new leaf. Right. On this whole concept of uh, their developers, I I mean I I'm gonna miss Lionsgate, the ones that did Fable. Right. I I, w- I just hope they don't just start closing everybody down again since they've acquired so many amazing developers. Speaking of Fable, I mean that was one that was rumored for so long and we didn't hear anything about yeah, that either. You nothing. Know? I was really shocked that we didn't hear yeah. anything about that. But uh, again, didn't they just kind of announce that? The guys from Forza or something like that were going to start developing it yeah, just Forza, last year. The Forza so 7 crew, not the Forza Horizon crew. So yeah, whatever so studio. That's only a couple of years ago. But still, you, yeah. you could, I mean, with some of the trailers, just the announcement trailers, you would think that they could announce it. I mean, they still haven't shown gameplay for Halo, and they had two, basically, announcement yeah. trailers. It's yeah. like, and I don't know. That's I, a good point. <laughs> I mean... Uh, 
no game plan. Yeah, that's know. that's got to be in such early development hell. They're Maybe just the, trying to get the concept. They they can't do the exact True. same thing True. as Maybe the first three games. And Maybe it's just not working. Yeah, you know. I don't know. They're they're probably having an uh, interesting time there. Right. Uh, then we got we're getting a new Lego Star Wars uh game. All nine films in in one game coming out uh, in 2020. Uh, Dragon Ball. Oh yeah. I, I, I'm so tired of kind of tired of Lego games, but you know, kids love them. Uh, Dragon Ball Z. I'm sorry on this pronunciation. Kakarot. I don't know. So it's a Dragon Ball Z game. Early 2020. Uh, then one one of the games that the, the group seemed to be interested in. Uh, this game, this kind of indie game, uh, kind of puzzle game. 12 minutes, and it looks like you're. It's a down. It looks you're, you're looking down at like a a floor plan, and all this stuff is happening. You're kind of caught in like a I guess a time loop, and. Uh, some people seem to be. Uh, there seems to be a lot of buzz around this game, so um, I'm not for me, but I'm yeah, sure it'd be an interesting one to watch. Right, uh, Way to the Woods. Uh, this is like the that comes out in 2020. This is like a deer leading another deer through the world. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it yeah, seems I like mean, a Jared game. Well, yeah, it's something I could play with my daughter or something. Uh, and then we take like 10 minutes, 12 minutes on Gears Gears Five. And we start with like this two, three minute, like just artsy trailer of nothing, like a face and going through all these emotions. Then we get crazy pyrotechnics. The camera swooshes around and dives underneath the 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 stage and reveals another TV. And we get another trailer for this new multiplayer mode called Escape. Then they show the trailer with no... And all of this... There's no gameplay, there's no nothing, uh, and they're going to have another convention. I don't know what convention it was. I, I, yeah, I don't uh, remember. But it's kind of surprising they didn't show gameplay because the first time they unveiled Gears Five, they had tons of gameplay. From what I remember, I just feel like a oh man. It was just like the most weird waste of time. Like show a little gameplay. I mean, you have like so many people watching right now. This game comes out in September. Like. What is going on here? Who's in and the, I just don't understand the whole pyrotechnics thing. It was such a waste. Anyway, that's my opinion. That's one thing you would never should never do. Don't have pyrotechnics to yeah. reveal a television. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I mean, yeah, again, <laughs> demos demos cost lots of money. I'm sure they spent know. plenty of money on that game. And not the pyrotechnics? I don't know. Uh, then they also teased a Terminator tie-in at the end. Uh, which is the first of two uh, we'll mention t- this evening. But yeah, there's a Terminator tie-in where you get a T-100 skin, I guess, and play as Terminator. Cool. Uh, and then the new re-engineered Elite Controller for $180, Jared. I would love to have like a really nice controller in my arsenal, but <laughs> but no, no, I'm I'm not made of money. I mean, it looks pretty cool, but man... I, you could buy an Xbox One S almost at that price. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> funny. Yeah, you could buy pretty much a new console for the price of one controller. Uh, anyway, and then uh, so moving on, we got Dying Light Two, which was shown at Xbox, also shown at the Square uh, press conference. Not my kind of series, but it looks. I mean, you know, I always wanted to try the first one, but I, I just never jumped in. It's super cheap. Oh, it is on sale on PSN right now. It's pretty cheap. Yeah, but it's it's a co-op game, and nobody else is gonna get it, and I don't want to. Dying Light? No, it's a single player. Oh, it's a co-op game. You don't have to play co-op though. It's more fun that way. It's oh, is built, it? Built around co-op. Is it? I always thought it was just like single player running from zombies. 
that's that uh, Mirror's Edge thing. Uh, then Forza 4 showed their Lego tie-in. Looks fun. Looks uh, like a great way to get kids into racing games. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's out now. Uh, then they come back to Gears and they show the Gears pop game for mobile. I'm not sure who's interested in that or who wants the, that. The graphic style's kind of neat, but yeah, I don't know. A uh, huge expansion for State of Decay 2. Um, big story expansion. So if you're a State of Decay fan. Then Xbox was super proud of Fantasy Star Online 2 coming out spring 2020. Yeah, people have been talking about that for a long time, and the game does look really cool. And then they go, then they announced this other company uh, called Smilegate and this game called Crossfire X, which I guess is huge in China. It's like some military shooter that I've never heard of, and it's coming to Xbox in 2020. Uh, That's cool. Okay. I hope it does good. And then there's Tail. Tales of Arise comes out in 2020. Japanese, big yeah. Japanese RPG for Xbox. It looks cool. I, you know, you know me in <laughs> fantasy RPGs. Uh, I love that shit. So, yeah, pile it on, pile it on. And then uh, we get a quick, we get a quick Borderlands 3 trailer showing uh, all kind of the classes. And then they announce that there's this Lilith DLC free right now for Borderlands 2. Go pick it up. Some goodwill for the fans. And it bridges the story from Borderlands 2 to Borderlands 3. I've played through it already. It's I've, pretty I've awesome. A, I've played a good chunk of it. I'm, I'm loving it. I, I missed Borderlands. Well, I mean, I, I recently played through Borderlands 2, so it was really awesome to be able to dive back in and see brand new content since right. I, I platinumed it on PS3. I actually didn't realize how much I missed playing that game because I've been playing it quite a bit. Yeah, it feels good. It does. So yeah, uh, if you have Borderlands 2 and you have been, you know, your head has been in a hole, uh, go download the DLC. It's free. Uh, very awesome. Um, and then they announced the uh, the game called Elden Ring, which is the J, the the, the R R G R. What is his name? Martin. George Railroad Martin. Yes, Martin and Miyazaki from FromSoft. Uh, their game, which looks like some kind of fantasy. Fantasy, fantasy it, souls. It was just a CG thing that it probably was. won't even be in the game. So I'm, I'm not forming an opinion on that. But uh, I, I like the work that both of those people do. It's so a, fa- it's a fantasy souls game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I'll, I'll probably end up getting it when it comes out in like four years. And then they go on to this weird. Then now this is the part of the, the, the press conference where they finally get to the tech specs of stuff. Where Xbox said, "Hey, we're this is we're gonna really show it this year. We're gonna give everybody, you know, it's gonna be big," and they go into this really weird dialogue about personal console and cloud server, and you can use your old Xbox as a server. Basically, all I gathered from it was, "Hey, rem- it's, four, remo- it's four times faster than the Xbox no, One X." No, that's e- all I really not even up. there yet. I'm not even at that oh, part. Oh, I know. That's, at, that's all I picked up. I'm at. You can use your Xbox for remote play now, and it's like okay. And then they brush that away, and then they go into the new console stuff with Project Scarlet, and they show this video, and they basically do a whole video where, like, Sony, for instance, just did an article. You know, it's like, hey, here's our stuff. You don't want to sit through a video of this, you know? <laughs> hey, it's some cool imagery of uh, computer chips. Uh, yeah, so, hey, you know, the new Xbox is going to have an AMD processor, just like the PS4. It's going to have a solid-state hard drive, just like the PS4. I mean... The fact that they wasted time on this and didn't actually show a console or, I mean, it's releasing in 2020. So that's, we do know that holiday 2020 is when the new generation of video games begins. 
Yeah, la- la- this generation, I didn't they wait until both companies waited like just until a few months before launch to show the console, or was it? Did they show it pretty early? Uh, you recall? I don't. I don't have to. I'd have to go back. I, I, I think we still have until at least next E3 to even see what these next consoles are going to look like. Probably, unless Sony does their event and does shows it at their own event. But uh, I just felt like this was Xbox's uh, E3 to uh you know just to destroy and i feel like <laughs> they just fumbled miserably it's it, just like it's boring it had a lot of fluff uh anyway then they announced that whenever whatever that console is that they kind of talked about uh it will it will come with halo and that got a lot of people excited and then they showed this kind of rousing cg trailer of master chief but again no gameplay of what this game is so we don't know. We don't know. Maybe they don't want to show. Maybe they don't. Sh- they didn't show it because they don't want to sh- show gameplay from the new console. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Probably. But you would think that maybe the game would be backwards compatible with your old consoles. I don't yeah, know. I don't. I don't know. They. They seem to be all about being able to play their games anywhere. So who who knows? It could be something like that, or if you have the copy, you can stream it to your old Xbox or something like that. I don't know. I do feel like Cyberpunk and Keanu stole that show and Xbox never really got got it back. I feel, you know, and I just I don't know. I don't think Xbox showed up the way I was hoping. I was I was really hoping for them to give me a reason to buy one, and I don't think they really did that. Yeah, Ian's not even joking. He was he was looking at some of the prices for this week and then he's like, "I'm going to wait until after E3 and uh, if, if they show me something, I'm I'm going to buy it now." Uh, just and was, I was just kind of like, man, it didn't hype me up enough. Yeah, but you know. uh, I, there's there's plenty of great games on it, and that Game Pass is uh, yeah. such a fantastic deal. But you already have more games than you can play. It's true, and I'll probably <laughs> end up, and I'll probably end up going the way of like getting a better PC and then getting Game Pass on my PC. That's probably what I'll end up doing. But anywho, uh, let's move on to Bethesda. Bethesda, I guess, took over where uh, in Sony's where Sony usually does their press conference. Um, and they came out, and good old Todd Howard came out, and he kind of apologized for Fallout 76, kind of. Yeah, I don't know. I, <laughs> I think over social media, they've uh, done plenty of uh, forgiveness uh, trends here. They're, I, I think they're in pretty good will with that game, and a lot of people are still sticking to it, and uh, now they're exploding it and adding so much so stuff much. to it this year and I'm, I'm actually kind of interested in it now so there's the wastelanders update uh and it's getting all this uh human npcs and dialogue choices choices and consequences uh and that update will be it gets a main storyline quest it get and that'll be all free to existing players um it's also getting this crazy 52 player battle royale mode which i'm not really i don't really care about but it's kind of cool some People seem to really care about. It. They cheered for it. Uh, I mean, the shooting in isn't it Fallout seventy six is awful. Isn't I don't know. it free for the next few days or something like that? Yeah, you can like go download it right now. And yeah, it's yeah, free yeah. for the week. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or at least a few days. So that's pretty cool. It's a lot of goodwill they're putting out towards the Fallout uh, seventy six crew or uh, players. I mean, and uh, Todd did mention that uh, they didn't show any Starfield or Elder Scrolls six, but he did rest tell us that they were still working on it. So that's good. We still know those games are being worked on. Well, they, th- <laughs> he assured us that uh, they have a really good understanding uh, yeah, yeah. of how serious <laughs> the fans are about these series. So 
It's going to sit in their studio for a long time. Do you think those games are this gen? Or are they like next gen No, games? they're next gen. There's they're no totally way they're this gen. No. Not even one of them? No. No, they're both next gen. No, All they're right. both next gen. All right. There's no way. Okay. Uh, and then they talked about Elder Scrolls Blades. That's getting a big uh, update uh, that dropped during the conference. Oh, and the Switch. And then it's uh, still free, obviously, on mobile. But it's coming to Switch this fall and it will still be free i'm i'm excited about that because i i was in the beta for it on my phone but my phone will not run it so i'm i'm excited to actually be able to try it uh, whether it's good or not that's uh i guess i'll see later it'll be interesting to see how it because i guess on the mobile version it has all these timers i get uh timers in it and stuff and Obviously, yeah, they, uh, they want you to pay, pay microtransactions. Stuff. Yeah, a lot of mobile games have that. You have a certain amount of turns you can spend per day, and it slowly recharges up to your maximum of like three turns or some garbage in a lot of these mobile games. Right. So, so it'll be interesting to see what is what it's like on Switch, if that it carries over completely like that or if they change anything. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it, w- it will be interesting. Uh, if you are playing right now on your uh, mobile device, you're, it is cross-save, so you will be able to... S- transfer your stuff over to the switch for you people that are playing it right now i I love that that's a thing these days it's uh, becoming more and more common it's awesome uh and then uh well we didn't get an evil within three because that team is making a new ip called ghostwire tokyo it's an action adventure kind of supernatural uh thriller game it was an announcement trailer it actually looks pretty cool yeah it does um they didn't show any gameplay but just the, the art uh the artistic uh the creative de- development of the game looks pretty cool so uh and they had this cute little uh, uh, japanese she, girl she, she was super <laughs> adorable yeah that, yeah it's it's funny there's like this meme out there of the cool things of e3 and it's keanu it's that girl and then it's the dog that the on ubisoft's uh, stage those are the three winners of e3 i guess anyway um yeah so that was fun the game looks cool uh i don't know if i'll get around to playing it because i'm not a big horror scary but this looks like i could probably play it you, you could play it during the daytime <laughs> yeah just make sure the blinds are open if there's, if there's no s- weird spider shit going on i might be all right um then they had some eso stuff they you know they gotta like kind of service all their that know. was a huge trailer i love the trailers for eso they're really good I really well done It'd be cool, like if they put them all together. I, don't, I haven't looked to see if they have uh, cut them all together. I'm sure I'm some sure fan has cut them all together, and uh, the new trailer is probably already in a video cut right. with the rest of them. Right. And it's a long, long. It was a long video. one. It's surprising that they let that run. All of them have been that long. Um, and then they let us know that they've got more players than ever. They've added a bunch more servers. So I mean, that game's going strong, and that game started out kind of like Fallout 76 with not a very positive, you know. And they've just built it and built it. I mean, my wife has like three hundred, three thousand plus hours in that game. She's playing, she's playing it right now. In fact, I bet I've I've played it every year since I bought it. <laughs> and when it came out, I bought it on launch. I I love the game. I even played it this week. Yeah, yeah. And then out of nowhere, we get this weird uh, free to play mobile game, Commander Keen. Bring him back an old franchise. <laughs> did, did you ever play Commander Keen back I, on the PC? I did. I played a free uh, a shareware version yeah, on yeah, a shareware me disc. Uh, I mean, I was never. It didn't blow me away or anything. No, <laughs> no. It was a platformer. I mean, it's it, like there was thousands of platformers at that time. It was so kind of like I played. It's like man, I'd rather just play Mario, but it was. It's a weird direction. This. I don't know. I mean, it's an interesting choice, and the, and they spent so much time on that on stage it was it was weird to me it, well it had such a huge fan base i mean we i think we were a little too young to really care about those it might have been for slightly 
more aged Maybe. people. I don't know. Maybe. It, it, it was huge, and it's been referenced over the d- ages, you know. It's a, it's a thing that people love. Then they show this extremely... Uh, this is another confusing oh, one wait, to me. Wait, oh, wait, wait. So I remember in Doom 2016, there right. was a Commander Keen helmet in one uh, of the caves. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so they, they referenced it even that recent. That's cool. Uh, no, then they showed another weird trailer. They showed this. This is I thought was a waste of time, but the Elder Scrolls Legends card game. They showed this bizarre long trailer that was like uh, I thought was totally unnecessary. I don't, I don't know. That was weird to me. Uh, then they dabbled on the Rage Two content. Obviously, they're getting expansions and weekly content for that game. Uh, then Wolfenstein guys came out, talked about Cyber Pilot VR, briefly showed some of that, but I still don't look too interested. I don't. Cyber Pilot VR. That's a that's a Dave game. Yeah, I think. Not, something that. not something I'm too interested in. But fucking Wolfenstein Youngblood. It looks great. So good. Oh my gosh. Two player co-op. Two player co-op. Oh man, I can't. And that's, I think that's only a forty dollar title too. I'm pretty sure. Uh, it just it comes out in July, July 26th. I'm super excited. That'll be that's like high on my list. I just, I mean I love that whole Wolfenstein series. That whole reboot has been awesome, and this one looks uh, like a lot of fun. Uh, then uh, Arcane Leon came out and they showed their announced their new game. No gameplay, but this kind of cool CG trailer of this game called Deathloop. And we don't really know what it is. There's two different characters that seem to want to kill each other, and then they're in this time loop. It'll be interesting to see what it's about. It's kind of grindhousey. It's got kind of a grindhouse uh, title look to it. So we'll see what that's like. And then uh, we took a moment to do some game development. D- GDC talk. We did our GDC talk of Orion. Uh, just the Bethesda and ID wanted to talk about this new technology they're working on, which I thought was kind of weird in a show that's generally more about video games and less about the tech making them. But the 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 purpose behind it is to optimize game engines for streaming gameplay. So it'll make your engine, your game engine, let's say like Unreal, run faster or better for streaming. So interesting. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I mean, cool. I, I, they're bringing E three back to its roots of uh, right. pushing it to the publishers, and they're taking a different they're taking a different path too. Where everyone's talking about just streaming gameplay, they're talking about speeding up streaming gameplay or making it run better. So yeah, let's uh, let's make this thing that nobody's really tested much uh, better. Right, already uh, kind of maybe I, probably what they need. Yeah, so uh, there I think there's a lot of companies that are trying to figure out be- better ways to compress and not lose a lot of what they're bringing to the game. And then they close out their conference with obviously Doom Eternal comes out November 22nd. They also show their Doom multiplayer mode, which is this battle mode, uh, two versus one, which is an interesting concept. Your thoughts on Doom, Jared? I am very interested. I loved the last Doom they did, and uh, this one looks just as good. It seems to have a way more demons, different demon types, and uh, they even brought those ones back that spit the souls. Oh, the okay. Yeah, the ones with the flaming skulls. They Those are all over the place. I only played a little bit of the first Doom. Not quite my thing. Oh, I but loved it. The music in that. Well, in this I, game I remember pl- the, the musician behind the games was putting out a call for like a heavy metal like choir of <laughs> screamers of metal screamers a choir of that so i'm really interested like how did he implement that into this game i'm really pumped and excited for the music uh now you'll have to help me with this because i didn't play a lot of the first doom or doom 2016 i mean um this one looks like there's a lot more platforming 
like a lot of swinging and grabbing and jumping. Was there a lot of swinging in 2016? There version? was no swinging in it. So uh, this is like so this little grapple yeah, thing. Where they're, you swing. they're adding a lot more traversal so you can get around the battlefield quicker. Uh, I didn't feel like there was pacing issues in the last one, but uh, I think they just wanted to add something. Just get quicker to killing things like, yeah. I want to kill it now. But, I mean, <laughs> a lot of it didn't look necessary. But, I, I mean, I, I saw, yeah, it looks like it could be a lot of fun. It would help you get to someone or escape from someone quicker. So I'm interested to see how that works. I, I like the claw where you can pull them towards right. you. That's really cool. So I don't know about the the ledge or the poles that you jump right. on. They look kind of awkward just sticking out. So You kind of pull vault and swing yeah, and but, stuff. Uh, I think it'll be fine. Uh, and then the battle mode, uh, two versus one. You have uh, two two uh, demons and versus one marine. So no, it's it's, uh, d- uh, I th- is it the... It looks like the same announcer that does the Mortal Kombat two yeah, voice too. Yeah, announcer. <laughs> yeah, it'll it'll be interesting to see that because you can pick any monster, and there's two monsters that you're fighting against. The Doom Slayer, I think, is what it is. Not just a basic marine; it's actually a Doom Slayer. So you are pretty tough, right? And then it's like kind of s- it's kind of skill versus tactics. So the demons have like these skills where they can do like call on other demons and tactically attack. The Doomslayer, and the Doomslayer is just getting mobbed and has to, you know, fight. It's interesting. Yeah, we'll see uh, how it works. It, it will probably be fun to watch streamers play that. Probably. Yeah. Uh, so that was a pretty good conference. I mean, we pretty much knew everything, but, you know, it was solid. You know, it's probably a solid B. Um, and then, uh, not necessarily a conference, but Devolver did their show, and this year was pretty nuts. Uh, they didn't show a lot. It was more just for the fun of it, I think. Yeah, that that video was pretty weird. I, <laughs> I watched it and I, I liked it. It was fun. Uh, they just keep continuing their storyline from uh, like it, it went from one year to the next year and it just keeps getting weirder and weirder and crazier. Um, I, I highly recommend. It's only like twenty minutes, twenty five minutes long. It's pretty short. Uh, I definitely recommend checking out uh, Devolver's uh, E three. It, it's such an interesting studio, and it they is. they bring out some of the most stylistic games and crazy shit. And they so. just they just don't give a fuck. And that's yeah, what's fun about it. It's great. Um anyway they show this game called Fall Guys. Uh comes out in twenty twenty. It's on gonna be on PS4 and PC. It looks like like kind of this weirdo lemmings type game. I'm not quite sure how to best I'm, describe I'm it. I'm curious if it was multiplayer. Like it were all those things Maybe. different people I'm not quite trying sure. to get through like an obstacle course is I'm what it is. Sure. And it just keeps counting down the more people that fail. Right. So I'm I'm assuming it's uh Maybe multiplayer i don't know then they have this weirdly funny thing basically it's devolver bootleg and if you actually go to devolverbootleg.com it'll take you to a steam page where you can buy it you can download this thing which like is this overlay of all these it's a collection of all these bootleg versions of their games which is then and they they actually <laughs> look really cool some of them look pretty cool some of them just look like stupid but uh it's pretty funny for them to do something like this i mean it's pretty on brand but uh i thought it was funny uh then they have this game called carry on and it's like this weird, creepy side scroller where you're like this. You're basically you're birthed out of a human, and then you just start growing and growing by killing more humans. And you, it's like a you know. Wait, that that part of the, the show is show funny. was pretty funny. Yeah, <laughs> so it just it's funny. It's gory. So if you like gory stuff, uh, watch their anyway, watch yeah. their show. Anyway, it's carry great. on. And the carry on actually looks like a pretty cool game. A little like retro side scroller, and it'll be on PC and console in 2020. Then they went total back backwards retro, and they announced Enter the Gungeon Light Gun Arcade Cabinet which is coming to actual arcades. So arcades can order this, I guess. So we can't really ar- order it, I suppose. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> awesome, though. But it's cool. Uh, so a light gun game. 
then they showed uh, the Messenger Picnic Panic, which is a free expansion um, coming out. You still haven't picked up the Messenger, have you? No, I haven't. I think it's on sale right now, but uh, my, my game budget's uh, kind of nixed <laughs> for the month. It's supposed to be a really good game. I mean, it looks like a game if I were into those games still. Like, you know, back in the day, like I kind of played those games. I would probably pick the, I would probably play this one. Yeah, it looks great. Uh, looks like a better Ninja Gaiden than Ninja Gaiden is, actually. Yes. Um, and then they kind of showed uh, my friend Pedro launch trailer because that game launches next week. I already bought it. It's actually installed on my Switch right now. I just can't play it, which sucks. Take that. <laughs> but uh, my friend Pedro, it's the crazy kind of uh, violent ballet with your your friend's uh, banana. So, yeah. Um touch briefly on the PC gaming showcase. They showed Shenmue 3 quite a bit of the PC gaming showcase. That game's coming, Jared. Uh, <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> I, did, I think uh, I saw an article today where everybody was pissed that it's an Epic exclusive, right? Uh, on PC. Yeah, on PC. On of PC, course, yes. Epic exclusive. Right, right, right. So a lot of the backers got super angry and decided to ask for their money back. Yeah. So will the... Yeah, stay tuned, I guess. We can get just get a console and play it on PS4. Um, then there was this interesting game that I thought was interesting. I don't. I probably won't play it, but uh, Midnight Ghost Hunt, and it's a uh, it's like a Ghostbuster type game, but it's you as like one ghost guy versus other players that are ghosts. So you know that's kind of cute and funny. Yeah. I don't know. Another multiplayer game with uh, uh yeah, it, but just a bunch it's of games that you yeah. know. I just thought it was interesting that Shimmy 3 was shown at the PC. Because the PC gaming showcase was actually put on by Epic. So Ah, yes. Yeah, that's why. I understand now. Now, see. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't watch that. Um, something new this year was the E3 VR showcase. They showed like 30 games. I didn't watch it. I don't really know. You know, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't take the time to do that, so we're not really focusing on that. But Jared did mention a game that they did show at it that I think you're interested in called Pistol Whip. The, the kind of super hot Beat Saber game. Yeah, it's like that's that's all I really know about it. I I just kind of read about it, but uh, it looks it sounds like it's very like Beat Saber with uh, super hot kind of but faster together. Yeah. So I'm I'm interested in that. I mean, you you were confused. It sounded a lot like that harmonics game, whatever right. that was called. Yeah, that's uh, b- uh, uh, Beat Blaster or beat something. Bla- like yeah, this. Blast Saber. I don't know. Something it's like that. Something very similar to Beat Saber, but with guns. But uh, I, I, so I I did look up Pistol Whip, and it is more of that kind of more motion, more moving, like uh, Super Hot, but faster than Super Hot. So I mean. Yeah, it could be fun. Anyway, I I liked the puzzle aspect of Super Hot, but uh, the action could be fun in that. So I, it's one to watch. But you know, having a VR showcase just shows that you know VR's uh, really it is it is a thing. It's it may not be taking over, but it definitely has its place. And uh, I think a lot of people really enjoy it. And if you haven't dipped your toe in it yet, you should try it. The the annoying part about that showcase is that all of the media outlets that I looked for the times of which things started, none of them had that showcase. It was like 9.30 in the morning on mm. Monday, something like that. Yeah, I don't and know. And nobody talked about it. I, I like randomly stumbled upon it later. Yeah, I mean, I, I think a lot of games journalism doesn't really care about VR for some reason. I, I don't know. Well, it's not about what they like. It's exactly. about what the people that are reading about their on their website and care it, about. It's it fun. is selling, so. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it's kind of annoying. Uh, then we go on to the next day. We got some Ubisoft action. 
Uh, Ubisoft's big press conference opens with the eight Assassin's Creed Symphony, which I thought was pretty cool. And uh, they did kind of a brief uh, kind of montage of music and and uh, video game clips. And it's like, oh, that would be kind of cool to go to, but I'm not going to go to whatever city. Uh, we don't. What's the closest one? Probably like Vancouver. Uh, in yeah, probably Canada or Seattle. It, was it playing? I don't know if it's playing. Maybe. Yeah. But uh, that what happened. That's how they opened the show, and then they go right into their Watch Dogs Legion gameplay trailer presentation. And this is the game that actually really blew me out of the water. It did leak a few days before the before the press conference that you'd be able to play as any NPC in the world. Didn't quite understand what that meant. But you, you, there is no main character, right? There's no main character. Yeah, it's just you're, you pick well, an NPC. Well, uh, there is and there isn't. There's no, like, playable main character. There is kind of this, like, disembodied voice that kind of leads you. This kind of like your, and he tells you what to do. Oh, through the radio. Through the radio thing. kind yeah. of thing. So there's that kind of thing. Um, but, yeah, uh, you can, you can uh, you recruit anybody, any NPC in the world you can recruit, uh, maybe. I mean, you might have to coerce them so or what what I was noticing in that trailer almost looked like you just pull up your phone and everybody is hackable like what well, that's what like kind of augmentation to, does humanity have in this world no, how no, no, far no. in the future is it no 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 no, no. so no so in, if if you've played a watchdogs game jared uh you I know not. i know uh you can basically pull up you you basically have your phone that's super hackable phone and it'll scan other people's phone or digital stuff on them and it'll get your person their personal info into yours. It's basically what it's doing. Um, this new Watch Dogs does look it's kind of like it's quite a bit in the future that there's a little bit of implant stuff going on. Yeah. So, uh, but because it, it looked like the character the guy was controlling triggered this woman to fight the police officer with his phone. Right. Is what I noticed out of it. So, so there's there's, there's some extra level of augmentation little, in this. There's it's a little cyberpunky stuff yeah. going on in this f- more future version of this. So of this that, yeah. that was interesting to see. And the graphics in this game where it, it's it's hard to talk about graphics now <laughs> in a lot of these high <laughs> dollar publisher game portfolio because yeah. it's, it's absurd how brilliant the graphics of these games are. It's so bright. Like I'm really at the point where I don't care anymore. Wonderful, yeah. They just look great. I just... I want these new ideas, and this like Watchdogs Legion has this kind of new idea where I can p- c- pick and collect my team however I want, and then if if your your character gets downed, you can either surrender or keep fighting. And if you keep fighting and you die, your character's permadeath. It's that's over, and you have to go recruit a new character or something. I just I really like this kind of uh, this kind of uh, my, my new favorite, idea. My favorite part of that. Uh, I think everybody's kind of talking about the old lady that was doing stuff. The but my, my favorite part about that was when she did her version of parkour over like a, <laughs> a fence or a low guard or something like that. Oh man, it was awesome. She's not like super, super agile. Right. So it, it actually fleshed out the way it should. It's like a normal person going over something like that. Anyway, I think that... I mean, I the Keanu moment for me was a great moment, but I think the best game presentation at the show was the Watch Dogs thing. I think that was the best single presenta- game presentation. Pretty impressive. I thought it was pretty impressive. and It's worth watching. Uh, yeah. Um, then after that was really weird because uh, then they bring out the, the showrunner for that the did uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and they're doing this show on Apple TV thing called Mythic, Mythic Quest, and it's basically a pseudo game development show comedy show um but i felt like it was so right on <laughs> you know it's like it's funny but it's like 
they're trying to make fun of, but it's like so on point with how the game development I think go it really yeah. is. It's kind of funny. Well, I, I think the basis of the developer is that they developed the most popular MMO, MMO in the world. Right. <laughs> so it, it could be fun. But the problem with that is then it's on Apple. I'm not going to subscribe to Apple. No. Come on. Anyway. Um, bunch of, a bunch of Rainbow Six stuff. Uh, I mean, if you care about Rainbow Six, you probably already know, but. I'm not a big Rainbow Six guy. So much Tom Clancy stuff. This yeah, it was like it was like cr- it was like t- Tom Clancy rundown. I mean, uh, Brawlhalla for some reason had a moment. I mean, it, it did feel like this year was just kind of like filler. Like, what do we put? Our, why why don't, why don't not do that and just make your show shorter, tighter? Yeah, I I would appreciate that as a father that doesn't have <laughs> as much time as I'd like to watch E3 stuff. There's so much stuff to watch for E3 this year. It's absurd how many like conferences there were and how long they were. Oh, my God. That was like a three, four-minute trailer for Brawlhalla Adventure Time characters for a free-to-play game that I don't really care about, you know? It's like it, it's uh, fun. I, I mean, it's fun. It but is. It's fun, it, but that's not what I'm <laughs> I don't need yeah. that. I don't need that. Flat, I thought it was platform weird. Platform fighter, whatever they call the Smash Brothers genre Brawler. Fighter. Brawler. I don't know. Platform brawler or something yeah. like that. Uh, then Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Another Tom Clancy thing happened, and uh, what's his name? J- John Bernthal came out with his dog. The dog sat down and was very cute. Just sat there. And uh, they talked about that game forever. And, you know, maybe I'll play it. I did like the f- the previous one, but I don't know. Um, then they showed a mobile game, Ghost Recon Elite Squad. We did get to see Sam Fisher. In that game, but we did not get a Splinter Cell. Did Did you ever play a Splinter Cell game? I played the very first one. I forgot what m- version of it it was that I played, but it was from the Nintendo DS. Oh, really? And I remember specifically that that game looked like complete butt. Nice. Uh, then we have Just Dance 2020, obviously. Another four, sh- four honors, so just fucking kicking ass and got another uh, expansion that's out now it seems like it's a tr- temporary yeah one. it's like a special yeah tri- but I don't know the trailer for it was really cool uh then we got another rainbow six thing with quarantine but it's not pvp it's a play uh player versus environment co-op game three player three co-op. player uh, rumors are that this started out as a different game and then became rainbow six quarantine uh then division two outlined their content for the next year if you're a division two person and you can play it for until the well it's only a three-day trial i think there's like one or two more days left by the time this podcast comes out tonight uh maybe tomorrow you can play a little bit then some more hollywood news kind of netflix is picking up their film uh for the division for the division um we already talked about it but you play plus thing came on talked about for a bit uh and then roller champions this like roller derby basketball game it looks kind of cool. Kind of a going for that Rocket League the, vibe. The people that have played it say it's actually a lot of fun. Demos out on Uplay um, now. Uh, yeah. Um, and then at the very end, they did this kind of weird tease and then it transitioned to this live Twitch stream. So it was kind of a very awkward transition. But they showed uh, this game called Gons and Gods and Monsters that comes yes. out February 2020 from the creative team of Assassin's Creed odyssey it looks like a action adventure rpg breath of the wild style game it looks so good 
I'm I'm totally in that because uh, and it's coming out soon. Really. Every, everybody's comparing it to Breath of the Wild, which I'm completely okay with because uh, it's I, a little I've, more cartoony. Yeah, I've I've said I didn't like how the game felt to play Breath of the Wild. It looked beautiful and it had some cool stuff, but I didn't like how uh, the game controlled very well. So if this is going to be something with modern controls, I am very very looking forward to this very much so. Uh, this also wasn't in the press conference, but I just want to share it because I'm a huge AC Odyssey fan. Um, their creator mode is coming, and that's where you can like create your own kind of quests for the game and share them, I suppose. And then also discovery mode is coming to the game, which was like if you knew if you had Origins, it's like this whole educational mode where you can just walk around and learn things. So bunch of st- still a bunch of content oh, coming I mean, to Odyssey. I didn't see they were adding the educational mode to this one. Yes, with Discovery. That's awesome. Yeah, okay. so that's coming too. Yeah, that's great. Um, so still a lot of co- uh, content for AC Odyssey. I, I, it's hard to believe that they're. I mean, th- that game launched last last year, and then they've been working on this Gods and Monsters game that comes out at the beginning of next year, and they have all this other. Con- I mean, that team is like, like on it. I. And supposedly they didn't suffer massive crunch. I yeah, mean, good. they were, but like that team just has perfected the ability to develop games. I guess I don't know. Well, <laughs> I don't know. Ubisoft has developers all around uh, the they world. They have a massive yeah, team. They, yeah, they yeah. do a lot of like uh, freelance kind of stuff. I think. All right, uh, we'll move on to kind of funny games showcase. I'm not going to talk too much about this. I feel like you guys should go watch it. But man, they showed like 60 indie games, varying levels of different types of stuff. Uh, My. If you have I, a game that you want, no, I I love that they do this, but it's it's something you actually have to sit down and, and want, like yeah. just take your time with it. If you need to think about one yeah, of the games for a little it. bit, just pause it because check the name. There is so, so much. much information. Uh, my my face, I was I think I was drooling by the <laughs> end of it. My face was just like whoa. Yeah, I mean, as like, uh, there's no real way to cover it. The best way to say is like, hey, just go watch it. I mean, it's it's awesome because they cover games you're probably never gonna hear about. Yeah, that's if, if one. you if you love indies, uh, you have to give them the time because yeah. the kind of funny crew did a great job. Great and job. I I love how at the beginning he's telling uh, Tim <laughs> Schafer to shut the fuck up. We're not doing this. <laughs> <laughs> They're just it's just a funny crew. Yeah, they do a lot of cool stuff. Uh, you know, so if you're a big indie fan, please go check that out. Uh, you know, and support some of those games. Um. But yeah, if I were like having to, I mean, to report on that would just be I, I'd have to like go to other websites yeah, and figure. That, it's just that so needs much to work. be a whole podcast on its own. Yeah, it does. Um, and then okay, so then we're gonna move to yesterday, which well, we did well, actually we talked about it, no, wait, the same day. I'm sorry, Ubisoft, kind of funny. Square Enix was the last one of yesterday, and this is a weird. This was a weird show. They showed Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy, <laughs> Final Fantasy, and Final Fantasy. With a little extra Final Fantasy on the side. <laughs> I mean, what was it? 25, 30 minutes of Final Final Fantasy VII? Yeah. I mean, it went on forever. Yeah, it was a big big <laughs> demo, and it looked fantastic. The game is beautiful. Uh, is that, Are you going to buy that on launch? I don't know about launch. I, I, I'm assuming it's a $60 game because that game is costing them all their money. March 3rd, 2020, guys. I mean, springtime is yeah. the packest. I mean, I can't believe how much awesome stuff is coming out just in March and April and May. Just like those few months that have been announced at this point is ridiculous. A few years ago, Sony said, oh, we'll, we'll launch Horizon Zero Dawn in springtime. And people are like, what? Yeah. And now everyone launches a game 
right there. <laughs> no, oh, yeah. <laughs> there, there is really no lull yeah, season no lulls anymore. anymore. Like, hey, I can catch up on these games now because uh, there's nothing coming out this month. No, that doesn't yeah. happen. Um, anyway, so it does look really good. I probably won't play it. Maybe I'll borrow it and try it, but it's not really my jam. I loved Final Fantasy VII, and I'm really interested to see what they do with it because uh, it's not going to be the exact same thing. It's not word for word. So I'm I'm really curious how that's all gonna come about. And then there's just all this other stuff like Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Mobile, uh, Final Fantasy Music on Spotify, Final Fantasy 14 Online's Sh- Shadowbringers, big long ass trailer for that. Really great trailer, I love it. Uh, Final Fantasy Brave Exvius. I don't, you know, there's uh, more Brave stuff. Exvius. Exvius. I think was that was that the I don't know. Ta- no, that was the tactics <laughs> one. I think maybe. I don't know. They they got so much stuff. Going the one on. that was shocking to Jared is the fu- uh, to most people was the Final Fantasy VIII remastered, coming out in twenty nineteen. Yeah. So yeah, th- that's my least favorite Final Fantasy. Uh, then there was the weird thing of like showing games that are already out, like Life is Strange. That's that's still happening. Yeah, <laughs> episode one and two are out on Life is Strange why season are, two. Why are we showing that? I don't I don't know. Just to break up the Final Fantasy stuff, I guess. I don't know. Uh, Octopath is on Steam. Hey, on yeah. Steam. Um, then they showed uh, they showed this weird ba- Battalion Eastern Front 1944 PC game. It's on Steam. Yeah, it looked like an indie old style, like maybe late PS2, early, early PS3 uh, graphics kind so of a thing. But uh, I mean, it, it could have a solid foundation. So who knows? It could uh, be something to play. We got some Kingdom Hearts 3 DLC coming. Uh, one thing I thought was kind of cool. Uh, the cir- the circuit superstars. I mean, I know you guys probably didn't super care about this, but it's like an RC Pro M type game. But it like it looked better rendered cars, like more current kind of driving cars. So it, it was, if it comes to Switch, it might be something I get. That that would be kind of funny if uh, Square went back to making a new Rad Racer game. <laughs> um. Then we got Romancing Saga Three, Sa- Saga Scarlet Grace. All these like Japanese, you know. Oh, one thing we got interesting that was interesting. P- uh, people can fly are doing that Outriders game, kind of a, sh- I guess it's a co-op shooter. Um, it's kind of like gritty, doomish. Third, I don't know. We don't know. It just was like a cutscene trailer. So it's coming summer twenty twenty. Uh, I don't remember what Oninaki is. I didn't write anything. It's probably another JRPG, but I don't know. I I vaguely remember it looking really awesome, <laughs> but uh, they just by by the end of. Their conference, my brain had just melted from all the information and news I'd been trying to consume throughout the day. Like, I, I looked at my phone when I started that conference, and there's like over 300 and some articles I was trying to scroll through. And it's like so mind melting, so much content this year. And then it was weird because then, after all that weird, just what? And then they do the big Avengers uh, reveal. And it's, it's such uh, a weird way to unveil the game. I and I think I don't. Was know. I wrong? Was it May fifteenth, twenty twenty? Did I write that? That, that sounds about right in May. Uh, again, another spring game, but it's like this game does not look. I don't know. I was super confused about what they were doing here, and the game looks very kind of bland and not ready. Like the characters just seem kind of. And then they they, tr- oh. they they brought out all the voice actors for some reason. I just thought it was really weird. And then the presentation itself was weird because the people kept standing on these two pillars on each end of the stage, and they were yelling at each other. And they weren't yelling, but it just was weird. I just thought it was really weird energy. 
Yeah, <laughs> so we, we still don't know really anything about that game because they didn't show any gameplay. I guess or at least anything they said was gameplay. gameplay. It's, it's funny. The, the one thing that stood out the most to me, uh, I think all of us but Dave were in watching this video, and he just like out grabbing a beer, yeah. <laughs> and he kind of walks by to go to the kitchen, and he looks over and sees this picture of, Iron Man flying in the sunset or whatever the crap that scene was. He's like, oh, are they finally adding some new content to Anthem? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, no. Like, no, that's no. Iron Man, dude. It's a, it, it was funny. There was a breakdown of the video I was watching, and there were parts, if you pulled it, it looked like it could be gameplay. Yeah, it looked like it might have been. Like Hulk is running across a bus and stuff. Like it could, like it could have been gameplay, but it just—it's well, all the, very. The, it was cut, bam, right back right, into a right, cinematic. Right. So you can't really tell if that was like a th- three-second clip of Hulk running, or if that was just the cinematic. And then it's like, it's at one time it's solo narrative-driven, and then it's co-op narrative-driven, and then it's like Destiny drop-in, drop-out loot. There's so many questions about this game that but I have no idea. They're not really answering it very well. I, I don't remember seeing, like, most, most games now, it's, like, not final product, or this is running on a PS4 Pro, right, or this is running that. on this. It, it didn't say anything like that. So I'm pretty sure it was all just uh, video, fluff video. But May 15th is not that far away. That's less than a year. <laughs> hey, uh, ask ask BioWare <laughs> yeah. how that works. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. yeah. Um, I guess it is playable. At E3 right now, so yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I'm interested. So I hopefully we'll hear some. Uh, hopefully we'll hear some yet. stuff. Yeah, hopefully. We'll is hear it some stuff. an open booth to the public or is it? I don't uh, think so. Yeah, I think is it's it behind closed? Okay. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about that one actually. Kind of like Cyberpunk last year, last year right? was behind closed doors. I don't know. I haven't heard what it was. Yeah. So that's how they close out their uh, their conference, and I was just kind of confused about that. I mean, just like so much Final Fantasy on top of my head, and then this bizarre Avengers stuff. So. The the thing that caught me most off guard is like I was looking away from the screen for a little bit and then all I heard was two of the prominent voice actors from Uncharted 4 uh-huh. talking back and forth. Right. And they sounded just like their characters from Uncharted 4. So I, I looked back. I'm like, oh, that's Iron Man and Thor or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What? Oh, OK. It sure is. Uh, and I don't really understand why they brought them out, but that's cool. Yeah. They have they have great voice casting for the show, but yeah, I cool. We'll see. Uh, anyway, I, I, I hope the best for them. Crystal Dynamics is awesome. I love their Tomb Raider games that yep. they did, and uh, I wish them luck. That's that's a really hard license to tackle. That's that's a lot of content. Right. And then today, ending out the ra- you know, rounding it out, we have the Nintendo Direct, and uh, man, they have a lot of stuff coming out. So much stuff. Did you uh, take off your Nintendo glaze covered glasses there? My my Nintendo my my Nintendo colored glasses are off. I couldn't find them actually. I can't even. I mean, I, I think uh, you drove over them with your car a long time uh, ago. Yeah, I'm beyond. I mean, it's there was Nintendo glaze. I washed that off years ago. I would occasionally put on my Nintendo colored glasses. Um, you know, here's the thing. This I I you know there's a lot of cool stuff that people like. It's cool. Uh, you know, Luigi's Mansion. That's I'm, a lot of people love that game. That's going to be great. I, I right? love the first one. The Dark Crystal's tactics thing. I mean, I'm, I don't know, I'm a kind of a Dark Crystal fan, but yeah, that's something I'm, I'm going to play. It made me uh, remember that there's a Dark Crystal Netflix series coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I don't... Who... I mean, I, don't play Witcher 3 on the Switch. I mean, I understand it's coming. If it's the only way you can play it, sure. But, like, play it on a system that... I mean, it looks like trash. 
Like if you're just looking at it, just like you want the good looking version because that game is fucking beautiful and you don't want to. It is, it yeah, it's very impressive. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I, it's it's interesting that they got it crammed onto the Switch. Like uh, yeah, right. I don't I'm know. really curious when people get their hands on what what people are going to say about it. If uh, even how well it runs, they'll be yeah. questioning. Uh, they had a bunch of other remakes like Resident Evil Five and Six are coming. Uh, wh- sure. Nobody really liked Six, but hey, it's cool. Uh, it's going to Switch. Getting a new No More Here, uh, No More Heroes Three is coming in 2020. Uh, if you like Travis Touchdown, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I played the demo of the first one. It seemed fine. We got uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses. You know, if you're a Fire Isn't Emblem fan, is that a remake? Is I, that a remake? I, you're the r- I'm the wrong person to ask. Because I, I swear I remember one I being called Houses, unless they announced it earlier this year. I don't know, but uh, I, I've heard of it, so I'm not sure. I've never been into the series. Damien X Machina, the mech game, is coming out in September. Wasn't that a demo that we both played? Yeah, that's pretty it, good. It played pretty good. Yeah, I, and it felt good. And I'm not sure. You know, it's a it's, mech, it's mech, a mech game. game. I don't know if there's enough for me to get it. You know, it, on launch. I remember it felt kind of slow, but it could be the mech that I was in at that point. Maybe. Uh, the Panzer Dragoon remake. Are you excited for this? I didn't even realize it was a remake. I thought uh, it was just like, here's this free-to-play thing. It doesn't look very All impressive right. or anything like that. Because back back in those era, that era, I was always like, oh, man, I wish I owned a system I could play Panzer Dragoon on. And for years and years, it's like, oh, man, it's on the Xbox. I don't own an Xbox. And it just kept on moving along. And now it's going to be on the Switch. And I'm like, this doesn't look fun. It looks super slow. And it doesn't look like much is going on. And I don't know. I, it's, I'll see. There was some Pokemon news. Whoop. Uh, Astral Chain, August 30th. Obviously, I'm going to get yeah, that game. That looks Platinum really good. Games, awesome. Uh, uh, unfortunately, we didn't get any Bayonetta news. So I was a little upset. I mean, it worries me a little bit, but hey. Yeah, well, give them time. I mean, they're only working on everything, I guess. Um, then there was this weird... <coughs> excuse me. Uh, there was a Empire of Sin fr- uh, from John Romero. This kind of uh, isometric... Uh, uh, it's like a strategy game. Hmm. Uh, uh, I'm not strateg- st- very strategic, so no. But no. It, ca- it takes place in this like weird like 1930s-ish weird kind of... It, it was just this cool kind of... aesthetic. Yeah, it was bizarre. Um, John Romero, obviously, of Doom fame. Yeah. Um, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 coming out in July. Are you interested in that? Talking about some DLC. I am... I'm also worried about this game. The, the Fantastic Four are coming. Yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna hold off on the game. That's yeah, not. Wait, that's, that's not wait the day for a one. Good sale, yeah. Wait for a sale. See what people say. I'm a little worried about that game. Uh, hey, Mario Sonic Olympics. More of that. Tokyo. <laughs> uh, let's just let's just uh, all the all the mana games. Secret of Mana, Manas of Collecting, Collecting Trials of Manas. Lo- all lots the manas. of excitement there for me. Uh, <laughs> I've. Uh, I've I played the one, the Game Boy one. I played the Super Nintendo one, and uh, Seiken Densetsu three did not come out over here, so I'm interested in that. So definitely gonna get that, huh? Uh, well, because th- the one of them looked like it was like a complete remake of the third one, and then it's also there's the I- that game in the collection one, two, and three. Right. So I don't know. I I, I don't know which one to buy because I I love. I'd probably just buy the new the remaster or remake because I'd never played that story. But I don't know. I'm conflicted because all of it 
Well, the the collection's available now. Right, right, right. Now right, yeah. I don't know the date of the other one. I can't remember the name of the other. other I one. didn't write it down. I oh, um, the Nintendo Legends thing. of Mana, Nintendo Mana Legends, all or the something manas. Like that? I, I all just the like, manas. my notes kind of like dwindled on the Nintendo one. Yeah, I was just yeah. kind of working. I and think not you were. <laughs> I think because it was Nintendo talking, you're just kind of like doodling on your trapper keeper or something like that, spinning circles. I don't know. But here, let me make the decision for you, Jared. You're going to want Contra. Contra, what is it called? Recore or something? I don't know. It looked awful. The the collect <laughs> the collection, collection of Contra looks, fine, looks really awesome. But the other the new game that Konami dropped, the like the piling steaming turd that they dropped was just like, is it what is up with this game? Some of the, the characters didn't even look like they had finished textures on them. It looked so bad. I don't know. Anyway, that's uh hey Konami, good job. Keep it up. Um Animal Crossing is delayed to twenty twenty. Okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'll probably <laughs> end up getting that when it does come out. Maybe not on launch, but uh, like a birthday gift for the daughter or something like that. Fucking Dauntless is coming late 2019. Yeah, that's awesome. That's pretty cool. Yeah, Dauntless is fun. Uh oh, I you know I should have mentioned you know uh, obviously Smash. Who is it people still playing Smash? Obviously, but there was a bunch of uh, character Dragon Quest characters. Dragon Quest characters, and they got Banjo Kazooie. Yeah, yeah, it was very exciting. I, I kind of dig how they did the unveiling for that, where the duck yeah, that was dunk- dog that was, I did was, that was pretty smart. Yeah, that was smart. So yes. if if you watch any of that uh, Nintendo thing, just uh, that's pretty smart. Fi- find the reveal video for. There was this really painful There was this really painful uh, Bowser meets Doug Bowser video. That was, was pretty th- funny right at the beginning. <laughs> it was pretty painful yeah. though. I thought that was uh, okay. It, it's silly. I, I I expected him to do something goofy like that with Bowser. But all anyone really cares about is all the Zelda stuff. Uh, obviously, Cadence of Hyrule is out now. That's a new thing. But then Link's, uh, Link's Awakening is out this September. Uh, all you Zelda fans seem yeah. to be super hyped on that game. And then we got the reveal that I don't think anyone really expected, but Zelda Breath of the Wild sequel in development. So that's probably a couple super, years away. Super but dark. Yeah, it looks like it's going in a very dark direction. Um, a lot of listening to some other people's like what they want. They're hoping that you know maybe Zelda and Link are playable in the game. That That'd would be, cool. be awesome because they had them both there and they yeah. looked both ready for battle. Right. So I I think they should or sh- yeah they have to they, they finally please that'd be great. I know Jason Schreier keeps talking about it wanting to go in like a Majora's Mask direction. I guess I that's kind of what I was thinking is uh, I don't know if they'll do the mask thing. I didn't really like that, but uh, the dark aspect of it because Majora's Mask was super dark. And that's all I, I didn't. I don't know. I might if I missed something. I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah, that's okay. I think uh, <laughs> the, if anybody made it this far in the podcast, they're probably drooling by now because all the <laughs> con- <laughs> <laughs> well that well, well there's one more thing I learned today. Miller Lite released the Can Troller, which is a controller that you can use. You can plug in USB. It has a little lithium bi- uh, battery, and you can play games on it. And it actually has beer inside of it. Unfortunately, you can only win it at E3, somewhere in E3. They're doing a Street Fighter tournament, and you have to beat Eric Andre at Street Fighter. But it is a controller with beer in it. That's my last Yeah, the Can Troller. That's can pretty, pretty There's a video on YouTube or wherever. Yeah, Miller Lite. Pretty funny. Uh, so just closing, Jared. I mean, what did you think of E3 this year, or at least the press conferences? I don't think they need to be as long as they are. Well, especially the the Microsoft one was way way long. Way it was too almost long. Yeah. two hours. That that's more than enough. I I think an hour just tight tidy it up. Uh, just work on your editing. Just to clean it, clean it. Just uh, do some mopping, a little bit of sweeping. Let's just keep it clean. 
I think Sony was wise. I think they looked at the climate, looked at what they had, looked what everyone else had, and they were just like, I don't think we need to show up. I don't think we need to waste money on this. I don't think we need to tease stuff that our fans already know is coming out. Let's just hang on. We'll gear up for next year when our consoles re- when we're ready to share our console. I think it was very smart of them to just not do this. And as much content that is coming out these days, right. I really don't think early teases are as important as they used to be. Like, there's several game shows throughout the year. So if they showed what's coming for the next three to six months at each of these shows, I think that would work perfectly fine. Do I really th- do. Do you think it's important for, like, let's take Bethesda, for instance. Do you think it's important for them to address their, like, ESO group and their, or, like, uh, all the, like, the games that are as services that have been around for a while, is it important for them to, like, or should they just, like, stuff that is more, like, coming out? Do you think they really need to, like, address yeah. those people? Do you yeah, think, I well, think My, my I wife think so. plays that game. She doesn't, li- she doesn't watch any of that stuff. Yeah, but, the, again, that's millions of people. I and guess. some of those have to be watching that. Or at least they're trying to cater to people that may have been interested in it. And they're like, oh, hey, they're still really supporting this thing. Maybe, Maybe I should jump in. I mean, there there's a lot of different reasons. I mean, we're we're not the clientele for that because we're either in or we weren't. Because I mean, uh, most of the people that listen to this are pretty in tune with right. the games, and you know, we we follow it pretty close. So that kind of stuff doesn't really amuse us. But it's it's not just for us. It's True. for millions and millions of people. I I can't wait to hear the numbers of people that <laughs> actually watched E3 this year. Every year, just Gets staggering more. amount of people. It just keeps getting so crazy. I actually, I actually preferred. I actually really liked the way EA did without having a press conference and doing the streaming thing because you could tune into the things you were interested in and then not. I mean, I watched everything because I'm an E3 dude and I just like to watch all that stuff. But like, it, you know, I could watch the Jedi thing and then I could just tune out if I wanted to and not have to sit through to wait to the next thing. I knew what time they were going to talk about that next thing. I thought that was kind of a cool thing so i don't one I mean, one thing i'm looking forward to is uh, a lot of the podcasts i listen to do interviews at e3 and right. i can't wait till those podcasts start rolling out because out, right. i content. love i love listening to interviews they're really cool even if they're not talking about a game i'm interested in they there's still a lot of really great knowledge and information that those people talk about what was kind of your favorite moment what, what are the things what are the, what is the game you're really looking forward to you think or a few games uh, that gods and whatever gods and monsters yeah gods yeah. and monsters just looks I, they didn't show much but they showed enough for me to get excited because there's a pretty that, good article uh, from that Assassin's Creed Odyssey team yeah so talented did this thing that nobody else can really do Th- yeah. I mean they I, I haven't played the game but I've watched and seen a lot of it and it's so so impressive and how full of life that world is has i mean it's just so big and this new thing that they're doing it's like they've never done anything like this at ubisoft right that colorful that bright with this really cool new idea it's it's been a while since they strayed away from a huge they do keep yeah they're open worlds they're kind of like yeah it's nice that they're straying away or at least giving one of their studios a shot that's something different and i hope that this is the future of ubisoft instead of sequel 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 and it is successful and it doesn't say tom clancy or whatever (laughs) the crap on it right right i'm i'm excited for this and i hope this is a new turn that ubisoft is going to take for this new generation coming up 
I'm, mine also comes from Ubisoft. I mean, my game of the show uh, is, uh, which is crazy, Watch Dogs Legion. Watch Dogs Legion. I mean, I played the number two. I actually was a really big fan of it, surprisingly, and so it made me excited to hear a Watch Dogs announcement. And then this game just seems so interesting to me. I know it has a lot of politics involved, and that turns some people off, but I think it's good. I think art should reflect, you know, life. And uh, I'm just super, super stoked. And, it, you know, I think Ubisoft has been killing it lately, I think. Yeah, I, I think Ubisoft learned a lot when they were battling for their survival <laughs> against a big takeover. I think they really learned structure and uh, giving their developers a chance and giving them choice. And I can't wait to see what fruits they provide to uh, us gamers. I'm excited for Ubisoft. Cool. Anything else you want to throw out there before we wrap up? Uh, I don't... Nintendo, I don't know. I have a Switch. <laughs> but I don't There's a really lot of cute games. There's yeah, a lot of Jerry games. I, I don't play it that much because if I want to play a game, I, I don't I don't have much time to sit in bed mm-hmm. and play a game or something like that. And if I'm going to play on my TV, I have a lot of Switch games that I just haven't played because I want to play my PS4 on my big-ass 4K TV. I just, I'm always looking for those games that I can only... I mean, obviously, Astral Chain, I can only get on Switch. Uh, page, uh, yeah, my I'm, friend Pedro. I'm interested I'm, in those that, are games that I'm just, I don't know. I, and I just don't play anything else that I can play. Anything I can play on my PS4, I generally try not to. Yeah, but uh, like uh, my PS4. Well, you get all the Zelda games, right? I don't know about all of them, uh, <laughs> but uh, good. There's a good chance <laughs> that I'll get most of them. I I do love Legend of Zelda, uh, despite uh, what I believe to be the flaws of the latest one. I, I still enjoyed some aspects of it. I mean, there's always it's something. It's a solid game. It's a solid yeah, game. It, it's solid with really dated controls is all. But I'm I'm excited for Nintendo's future because they have a lot of really cool stuff way down the pike. Were you, sur- were you surprised they didn't say anything about Metroid Prime Trilogy? I am honestly kind of disappointed about that because I I really want the Prime right. Trilogy. I'm I wish you ended up playing it, but you oh, never I did. have, it. You I have s- it. I I I played. I started playing the first one on yeah. Wii, and then I just you know, yeah. it's just too many games. There, there is too many <laughs> games. I I have so much. It, there's so many sales going on all the time, and I'm just like, oh, I need to buy that. Oh, I need to buy that. And it sucks because if oh, I had I it on my that. Switch, then I would pl- I'd be more likely to play yeah. it. Having to connect it to my – all that is just kind of a pain in the yeah. ass. Maybe this next generation I will have to subscribe <laughs> to whatever service they offer and be like, all right, I'm done buying games because I, I just can't help myself. I, I need to slow this down. I need to the, – there's oh, so much stuff. The other thing I was kind of disappointed, like we didn't get any word – like when are Super Nintendo games coming to the online collection? Like what the fuck is going on, Nintendo? What? They they haven't talked about their online structure so, for a long time. Right. It's just like they have a few games in mind for the year and they release like what, two oh. new ones every month in their Nintendo service. And, uh, that's These guys. That's about it. Nintendo don't. Any, don't do anything, man. It, that's, I mean, come on. Start start doling some of that stuff out, guys. Come on. Yeah, if if they started throwing Super Nintendo games on there, I'd probably I get play back. my Switch a lot more. I'd yeah. probably get back on. I'd probably get the service again because like, I, I canceled it because I just don't really need it. But I I never really played a lot of Super Nintendo, so I'd like to start. Pl- I'd try some of those games I never played, you know, because I was yeah. playing Genesis, really. Well, so. I, I never really did subscribe to it. I got a free week, and then uh, Amazon or the Twitch Prime was offering the pretty much the year. You know, you sign up for the three months, and then right. 60 days later, you can sign up for the other nine months. Right. So I, I did that. So I have it for a year for free. 
So I mean, oh, that's I, cool. uh, yeah. No, I had it, and then I just kept forgetting to cancel it. So I had it for like three months, but oh, I just oops. didn't really use it. <laughs> yeah, I, I I played Tetris ninety nine once. I did that. I did that once, and then I canceled. I, I did it once, and uh, you have to buy the solo version. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, but they they offer that now. So I mean, I don't know. I I like Nintendo stuff, but I don't like Nintendo stuff. I would say overall, all the conferences were about just kind of the same. They were just kind of yeah. had some high points and just some really low points. And it just was like... There there was a lot of things where you just kind of look at like, why are you talking about this again? <laughs> like, you've been... Okay, cool. So, yeah, as as I said earlier on, there was a lot of fluff. Kind of like we're doing right now. There's a lot of fluff. Yeah, we're just I padding. Think we should probably I think we should them. probably uh, work on closing this podcast out. Yeah. All right. Well, that's our E3 wrap up as we wrap it up. Ooh. Oh, uh, so you guys will have to. I mean, we're still we, we did this in an hour and a half. Just imagine if the other three guys were here, Jared. It was uh, just yeah, we'd exactly. still be going. I, I didn't realize it had been that long. <laughs> Holy cow. Yeah, yeah right. Uh, so, yeah. So thank you for listening. Uh, if you guys have any questions or anything, you know, hit us up, uh, you know, at Catch Club Shows, all one word, no hyphen on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Just let us know what you think. Or if you have any questions about E3, we'd be happy to answer those on our next show. Or even your opinions. I, yeah, I'd yeah, like opinions. to know what just, you guys think of yeah. E3 yeah, this year. Let, I mean, yeah. what, what did you want us to talk about a little more? Uh, uh, next week, the guys will throw their opinions out, what they remember. Yeah, so we'll touch a little bit so, more about this. Yeah, we'll we'll have small or more small conversations about E3. So if you have your two cents you want to add, uh, go ahead and send us a message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so thank you, Jared, for uh, being here on the show. Anytime. It got kicking it old school. Yeah, the, us, the us too. Yeah, it's been a while. Maybe I'll put the original music on the front of this one. That'd be fun. That'd be funny. All yeah, right, do uh, it. Awesome. Well, uh, uh, well, how do we end this? Uh, thank you for listening. I'm Ian. I'm Jared. And uh, well, be excellent to each other. Yeah, but I'm not gonna do the guitar riff. That, that's an Aaron is kind of thing. Oh.